the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is on the addiction crisis in the U.S. We have a special guest with us today from the Atlanta Dream Center, Pastor Paul Palmer. You don't want to miss this discussion as we talk about the whys and the hows and the how to overcome an addiction crisis. Stay with us here on The Christian View. From Atlanta to the world, a view like no other, The Christian View. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith-Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring, The Christian View. audience we have today. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank you at home for watching and letting us come into your living rooms today. You know, we've talked about this before, but um, we do not take this lightly. Sitting on this panel, sharing God's word, God's view, uh, God's principles with you, we don't take it lightly. And so I have an amazing team with me here. So check them out online. I have Caitlin, um, Brian, who's getting ready to have a baby. So next time you see her, she'll probably be having her little, little one here. And then I have Pastor Lee Adams. I have Aisha Danzi and Trudy Davy Davis. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom of God in addition to pouring into the Christian view. So check them out and um, see what they're doing. Um, You know, now you can watch us on podcast. The Christian view Mm -hmm. has a podcast. We're on all those the major podcast platforms. You can check us out there. Um, And then we're on 24 networks around the world. We're in the UK. Yeah, We can be seen in in London and in India and in in Russia. And um, and we're just thankful that God is allowing us to spread his word Mm -hmm. and um, to spread his his love. So thank y'all for listening. Today's hot topic is one that's very close and dear to my heart, and it's on addiction. Um, and addic- mm-hmm. addiction is, 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 is running rampant in our world mm-hmm. today. And, yeah. you know, just in the past year, we've lost two good friends to, to overdose. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just so sad. Um, and I think addiction will affect everybody, every yeah. family. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you know an addict and when you love an addict, it doesn't just affect the addict. It affects the whole, mm-hmm. the whole family, the whole, all the relationships that are entwined with being, you know, mm-hmm. an addict mm-hmm. and being addicted to um, to whatever it is, you know, addiction isn't just for drugs. It, there are many, and we're going to talk about the different types of addiction. But according to the National Survey of Drug Use and Health, 19.7 million ages 12 and up battle with addiction. I mean, that is just, and I'm sure that may not even be the right number today. But and then in 2017, two million people are misused or have misused opi- yes. opioids. Can say that word. Opioids. Thank you. Um, and 130 plus die a day over misuse mm. of those drugs. Um, 74% of adults and up struggle with alcohol and 38% and up struggle with another type of drug. Mm-hmm. And so I heard this quote, Lee. I want to read this. It says, sometimes addiction is obvious. It looks like countless empty liquor bottles, DUIs, blacking out on a regular basis. It looks like crushed pills on a bathroom counter hidden spoons, 
plummeting grades, shattered relationships, but there are other addictions that are hidden. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. an, an addiction brings us into isolation. And it's, it's just, it's very heartbreakingly. So let's mm -hmm. talk about what addiction is. And then we'll talk about some of the hidden addictions. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, um, when we talk about addictions, first is a very, you know, complex um, situation to be in. It really is a disorder that kind of impacts mm -hmm. the brain. And um, it's when our brain is really becomes compulsed with um, a certain um, substance and it goes after it, even though we know that it may be harmful or hurtful to the body or to even those that we're involved right. with. And you know, um, it's it uh, addictions. You were saying they can come in very a whole lot of forms. Uh, I haven't had the um, privilege, you know, or ever been addicted to say um, drugs or alcohol. But at one point, I felt like I was addicted to um, butter. Uh, pecan Miss Bluebell ice cream, <laughs> and it was just driving yeah. me. I mean, right. I felt like an addict. I would be, I would be home 10 and 11 o'clock mm -hmm. at night, and I would be have gotten retired for the mm -hmm. evening, and it would just come over me like, you got to have it, right. you know, Food and I would get down. up, yeah, and mm -hmm. go to the store and get it, you know, so I may not can relate in, the, in the other senses, but I do understand when something right. can drive you there. Yeah. And it, it, that's what addiction yes. does. Mm -hmm. That's what addiction does. And there's, you know, there's pornography, mm -hmm. you know, that's a, that's a silent addiction. Oh, yeah. That that is in many many homes. Yeah, um, gambling, gambling yeah. is, is gambling. a huge addiction. Shopping, mm -hmm. yeah. shopping, yeah. shopping is one. I, I remember <laughs> <laughs> our stylist. Our stylist. But I do remember. Every woman. It does. It does. Yeah. Every woman is a shopping. Uh -huh. I remember right. being at a store and I normally pay cash for everything and and she said, oh, put it on your credit card. Women come in here all the time and they have three or four credit cards and they don't tell their husbands and they're and they're constantly shopping and I think compulsive buying is it definitely is an addiction. Right. It said that it, yeah. it affects more than. 18 million adults a wow. year, the addiction. Yeah. And look at the crisis that we're in, mm -hmm. you know, financially in the U.S. Yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, it's what you said. Addiction comes in all shapes and forms, and it comes in many different looks, you right. know. it can You can have a group of people at church, and they all look different, or a group of people in public, but everybody's dealing with addiction. It, they know somebody or they right. deal with addiction yes. and it's not something that we all have to have a grace for that because I right. do believe that there are certain addictions that are genetically yes. you're yes. predisposed yes. and mm -hmm. so but you know God breaks generational yes, curses and and there are so many people that I've known that have been personally addicted to things whether it's caffeine right. or whether it's drugs yes. who have struggled and they genuinely have a heart to get free yes. and so but they just can't shake the habit and so any type of addiction we have to remember is bondage yes. right and I remember meeting a, a boy on the street I, I used to do I used to do street ministry all the time and I met this boy his name was Josh and he said you know he goes I didn't wake up one day and said I want to be an addict right. that's not that wasn't in my plan for life yeah. you know but he said that's kind of where I am today yeah right and he goes sometimes it's easier to stay on the streets and be addicted than it is to try to get back into the real world because of what's yeah. been labeled mm -hmm. on me as an addict mm -hmm. and that that's real life yeah and sometimes it becomes a coping mechanism right. as well yes. and that yeah. drives addiction mm -hmm. because they're dealing with some hurt mm -hmm. and pain but it, ultimately it's a spiritual battle yeah and, and you know it's not um, a physical battle it's right. something that's going on internally and like you mm -hmm. mentioned those uh, habits being compulsive yes. um, mm -hmm. you know psychological and and physical that are harmful. Right, right, right. We're talking today about addiction in the States and around the world. Stay with us. We have a great interview coming up with Pastor Paul from the Atlanta Dream Center. You don't want to miss that. All right. Welcome back 
to The Christian View. We're talking about addiction today, um, which is one that is really near and dear to my heart. And I have with me Pastor Paul. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, Pastor Paul is the founder of the Atlanta Dream Center. Um, married 48 years. 48 years. 48 years. 11 children. Wonderful children, if I may say that. <laughs> and 36. Six? 36 grandchildren Grand- and one on the way. One on the way. And we just learned that at, at Christmas time you had 46 people for breakfast or spending no, the night. No, spend the night, night Christmas Eve. Eve. Yes. Yeah, I'm 59 for breakfast. That is an amazing. Yeah, it was a fun Christmas. Yeah, I can yeah. only, only imagine. <laughs> so, Pastor Paul, tell us a little bit about the Dream Center. Sure, love to. Uh, the Dream Center, it's an odd name, isn't it? The Dream Center. We don't sell pillows. Right. Uh, but uh, it's about restoring God dreams. We believe everybody has a God dream in them. And right. most of us have lost our dreams or didn't think they were tan- tangible. Or somebody stole their dream. And we just want to restore those God dreams. And a God dream is something more or something larger than you can accomplish on your own. Amen. You need God to help you accomplish those dreams. And so we help those that are broken, mm-hmm. those that are unloved, or those that are invisible in our community. And we help normal people, too, what we would call normal people right. as well. Right. Well, you know, I first learned about the dreams, the Atlanta Dream Center um, two years ago. My, uh, my brother, I told you, was an addict yes. for many, many years. And his girlfriend now who is clean and beautiful she was an addict and she was a dancer an exotic dancer down in downtown atlanta and she found herself at the dream center and she told me about it two years ago and how it changed her life and how it set her on the right track she had um, unfortunately lost custody of her three kids and the dream center just put her back on her feet and in fact i saw her two nights ago and i said guess who's coming on and her face just lit up and she said pastor paul has the best heart and the dream center is doing so many amazing things you know and i was hoping that she could be here to, to say hello but it's just amazing how how people who are broken can come to places like the Dream Center yes. and get help. Addicts, homeless. Yes. You know. And, you know, she went through our, probably because she was a dancer, she went yes. through our Out of Darkness ministry. She did. That was And it. that is a great mm-hmm. ministry. Yeah. yeah. Tell it's us a little bit about that. It's one of the best in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I could brag. Can please, I brag? Please do. Oh, it please, is one of the best. Please do. Because it, it really yeah. transformed her life yeah. to the fact that even yesterday or two days ago, she was all smiles when she heard about you were coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's making me smile. Yeah. yeah. I wish she was here so I could hug her. I know. Yeah. Well, tell us about that program. Yeah. Out of Darkness is a, a holistic ministry mm-hmm. of sexual exploitation. Um, I'm going to jump to the end. We cannot find any other organization that has rescued more women and men, but mainly women, right. in the United States more than the Out of Darkness program at the Atlanta Dream Center outside of collective law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's holistic in the sense that we, uh, we're on the streets, we're in the clubs. The streets are where the tracks, where women still walk the streets. Right. The tracks and the jails and, and strip clubs. Uh, we have a hotline, 24-hour hotline. Uh, it is now the state hotline number. And then we have 50 teams that rescue women if they call. We'll be there, try to be there in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. We have a safe home we bring them to. And then from there, we evaluate them. They stay about three to four weeks, and we put them in a long-term program, which we pay for. Wow. Yeah, it's a which, great ministry. Which is great because that you pay for it because there are a lot of great programs out there that are extremely expensive. Yes. And those who are wanting help can't afford the help that they that they so need. They can't afford it, and then they come out in indebtedment, mm-hmm. and some of the girls would have to go back to work right. the streets again. So we want them to come out free, clean, with job training, and yes. get back up on their feet. So let's talk a little bit about the, the homeless ministry yes. and how that kind of relates to addiction. Sure. Yes. Great. So we have a homeless ministry called I Am, okay. much like what Jesus is, or the Father said his name was, but yes. it's a small I, so we didn't steal his name. And it's about identity, really. Uh, most of our guys and women and children, a uh, third of them are children that we rescue out of homelessness. So how old are the children? Uh, the, oh, they range from infants to, okay. to 
whatever age, right, you know. Yeah. Right. They start well. And uh, we rescued just over a thousand men, women, and children since right. 2015. Oh wow! But the majority of them are addicted to something. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. There's some of them fall under you know bad circumstances. Right, right. Some are mental illness, and then addiction is the majority. And uh, we, we believe it's an identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they say, uh, you know, I'm homeless, I'm addicted, I'm right. crack addict. We want to change that identity, but that's what we call it I am. Right. That they say, I'm saved, I am clean, oh, I, I'm yeah. a child of God. Mm-hmm. And so we love the name, and we actually apply that. And addiction's everywhere. I've, I've listened to your earlier segment. And uh, there is addiction everywhere. It is everywhere. And it comes in all shapes, sizes, it forms. Does. And there's no respecters of persons. It'll, it it'll go for, it'll reach the poor, the home, I mean, the, the rich. Yes. You know, it, the black, white. It, yeah. it reaches everybody. There's no borders. Right. Trudy, I really believe that we're made to be addicted. Mm-hmm. If I could say that, yeah. sounds odd. But God made us uh, to be addicted to him. Yes. And if we're not addicted to him, we'll find something else to be addicted to. Whether you said shopping or, mm-hmm. or eating. And... Um, so addiction does come in different right. forms, but I think every one of those addictions is a substitute to what God wanted us to be addicted to, I agree. and that is to Him. I heard a pastor once say that we're all addicts in something, and yes. he, he said the exact same thing, but we need to be addicted to Jesus, because yes. that's the only, He's the only one that can fill the void within our hearts, and, and He created so it that way. Yes, we are created mm-hmm. that way, and He's addicted to us, right. and how do we know that? Because He's single-eyed. Yeah. He says, you're the apple of my eye. So right. he has a great addiction in each and every one of us. And he lives, or of course he lives continuously, but he, he lives and breathes for our relationship with him. And we're, we, we break his heart because yeah. we choose other things like right. crack cocaine or, or alcohol or whatever we're A quick fix. To. A quick, quick fix, fix, yes. Now, were you ever an, an addict? Were you ever? I, I, I think I probably was. <laughs> I used cocaine every day for about 10 years. But when I came to Christ, uh, walking down a mountain road in Nevada City, California, going to pick up my cocaine money mm-hmm. at Duffy Saloon. They're not open anymore, okay. so I can say that. <laughs> Duffy Saloon. Uh, I gave my life to Christ, yeah. and I never used again, never smoked, never rigged up again, never cut a line, and uh, just got saved to the bone. So I don't know if I was addicted or God just totally delivered me, and I believe in both. Right. Well, yeah. God, I mean, God will do that. Sometimes it's suddenly, yes. and sometimes it's a process. It's a process at times. It is, yes. So I feel fortunate, and my wife as well. She got saved two months later. We are separated. And, uh, so she you were was married a, at the time? Oh, yeah, married, and I uh, had two children. One was just on one of your shows the other night. Okay. Uh, Pastor Dan yeah. and my uh, oldest son, Paul James. And, wow. uh, yeah, I was a deadbeat dad because I was using him. And, and now look what God has done. God look at the is transformation. Good. He's so good. He is so good. He's so yeah. good. Well, we're, we're going to take a commercial break, but we'll be right back with more from Pastor Paul, the Atlanta Dream Team, Atlanta Dream Center, and the Christian View Team. Stay with us. You don't want to miss this. View. We're having a, a, a great discussion on, not that you can have a great discussion on addiction, but we are having a, a really informative healthy. discussion, healthy discussion on addiction. And we have with us back Pastor Paul from the Atlanta Dream Center. Yes. Thanks great for, to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us this last segment. Um, we're talking about just addiction and, mm-hmm. and how it's running yeah. rapid in our, in our worlds and in our families and the destruction that it's bringing. And Caitlin, you know, you and I, you have, your husband was addicted for, for yeah. quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about that and then let's talk about hope. What, what scripture, yeah. how scripture offers hope for those who are struggling with addiction. Absolutely. So I think that one of the unique things about Jeremy, my husband's story, is that it really came from, which I think is a lot of people's story, that they didn't start out being addicted to drugs. And his actually started out from a surgery and a broken dream. He was going to play college basketball, 
broke his arm, had to have two surgeries, and got addicted to pain medication. Right. And then that transitioned into other drugs like cocaine and alcohol and different things like that. And he was really addicted for seven to eight years. Now, he had tendencies. His mom always said, you know, I could tell he had a tendency to be addicted to things. You right. know, he was addicted to this kind of orange juice or he was addicted to this kind of thing. <laughs> so she saw that in him. But through the grace of God and through getting a vision for his life, right. that's what he always said. He said it wasn't overcoming. It was seeing where I was going. Right. Because that and, you know, every single time we're always like by the grace of God, because we I've seen firsthand, you know, because we were friends, but we weren't dating. Right. When he was coming out of it. But I saw firsthand, you know, he was a good person. Yeah. Yeah. He was handsome. He went to class like I gave him that shout out. (laughs) He was handsome. He went to class. But he was struggling with this addiction and I think that's the thing is that it comes in all shapes and forms but we have to really see the heart of people before I was totally in a different mindset of addiction Mm -hmm. I was just like well this is just people who choose this but a lot of people don't choose it it really chooses them it does and having that freedom and so I think that the encouraging thing is what he always says, he says, you know, Psalm fifty fifteen says, when you're in trouble, call on me. Yes. I'll pull you out. In Galatians 5 and 1, it says, it is your freedom that Christ set us free, that Christ has called us and he wants to free us. And so I think that one thing he said was always seeing stories of drug addicts who had made it through right. to a hopeful future. And so surrounding yourself, not with people who keep falling back, but people who have moved forward. Right, mm-hmm. right. Pastor Paul, do you see, what's the success rate that you see? at your Atlanta Dream Center. Well, and the out of darkness with the women, most of the girls are using as well. We're running just about 50%, 49.6 or something, residual rate. Right. Uh, but that's only for the first two years. We don't know what the fall off is after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the drug addiction uh, or the homelessness, we put them in long-term programs and it's about the same, about 50% okay. will walk through the program. That's a two-year, 18 months. And then after that, we kind of lose track. So, But we run about 50% up to the first 18 months. That, that's great. And yeah. what kind of hope do y'all offer them there as far as biblical oh so obviously we'll take anybody right but most of our programs are christian programs and um when they come to us you know we don't go out and throw a net over them obviously they call or they come we have a hotline and when they come they're looking for a change they're ready there's something broken it could just be an ice storm right that might that just might stimulate hey i want to get off the street but uh, we'll take any reason they want off the street and when they come in we have great great counselors great uh men and women that work for us and they just give them hope. They just talk about what was your dream? What do you want in life? Is this what you yeah. planned? Right. What was your parents like? Yeah. Do you want to be like them or do you want to succeed them? And uh, just start to speak life to them. And life right. is powerful. Speaking yeah. words are powerful. Absolutely. And when you're a drug addict, you're, like I said a moment ago, it's an identity. Right. And they yeah. really knock themselves. They're their worst own enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I find it interesting, like you said, just reminding them of the vision, the dreams that they once yeah. had. Yes. And, and that they can revisit. They can still mm-hmm. obtain those dreams. Mm-hmm. I think, like Jeremy, you know, some of our greatest mm-hmm. leaders are those that have overcome such things right. as addiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that God can use you no matter what. Right. They said right. there's always a message in your mess and there's always a, te- a, a test in your testimony. 
right. Yeah. That's right. And that's where yeah. we need them to know those right. that are addicted. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. of the verse that the devil just comes to still kill, and destroy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's his dream for. He has a dream for our yes, lives. Yes, he does. And that is completely his dream. But when we can tap back into what God has for us, and yeah. thank God for people like you. That I got a great crew. I'd like to take the credit, but I hired. It's such an important thing that yeah. you're, you're doing. Absolutely. Do you see a lot of opioid addiction? Yes, as we do. Well? Quite a bit. Um, yeah. Not so much in our own neighborhood, but we reach out besides in mm-hmm. the city of Atlanta. We go further up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But downtown, the old fourth ward, it's usually heroin or crack cocaine yeah. is what we're dealing with. Community-based, And yeah. um, you know, another thing about Jeremy and others, mm-hmm. um, we, we feel like they don't need to be in pain. But, you know, pain is, we're right. made for pain yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we're made for struggles, just like what you talked mm-hmm. about, the test and the testimony. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so often we want to put band-aids on them, make yeah. it easy. Mm-hmm. But listen, walking through a struggle yeah. gives yes. you strength. Yes. You yeah. talk about... Yes. Doing this iron thing. What do yes. you call it? Iron man. Iron man. Yeah. yeah. Iron woman. Iron man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you but believe I think that, that was my addiction, you know, because addiction ran so far in my family that I had to find a different outlet. Oh, but it's painful. Yeah. Wasn't it painful, it, it, the training? It's painful. And it's painful. And it, it, it pushes yeah. you to the, it pushes you to the end. show you who you can become. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And do you feel like that um, the way sort of the, I guess, government-based addiction programs, where there are acute programs for a chronic problem, do you weigh in on that at all? Like in a little bit, but we deal with yeah. some of those organizations, so yeah. I, I want to be kind to them as yeah, well. Oh, certainly. They mean well. Uh, they're yes, funded absolutely. very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it deals with funding. Uh, mm-hmm. The more clients, the greater the funding as yeah. well. But um, they're, they're too short, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We don't do That's any short-term it. programs. Mm-hmm. We do 12 months to 18-month programs. Right. Yeah. We do job training in those programs yep. mm-hmm. and, and giving them an opportunity to speak mm-hmm. into other people's life. As they graduate the levels, then they become counselors in the midst of it. So right. they're yeah. giving right back. Before they graduate, they're giving back. Which is and, so good. Oh, yeah, it's to great. To be able to take what you learn and teach yeah. it because teaching Absolutely. it actually makes it take more root inside your heart. It really does. It becomes more of a reality. Mm-hmm. And they can relate because right. they just came out of that last step. You know? yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. as parents, we have to be so careful, too, not to become our children's Band-Aid. So when they do become, exactly. when they do go through, I right. think of Jeremy just being in that uh-huh. college years, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when they do go through something, the first thing they want to do is find an instant solution. And right. that's how drugs and everything else gets introduced yeah. to them. So mm-hmm. as parents, we have to be so careful just mm-hmm. to uh, teach our kids how to work through it. Right. Yeah. And that's what Jeremy said. He said he didn't know how to deal with emotional pain. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. coped it. So yeah. now he always says, like, I made it through this one. Struggle. There you go. I know. I know. It, it's, it's a victory when you make it through a day. The, yeah. the, some of the people that I love most struggle um, as well. And they're like, it, it, my one brother who is free of addiction, you know, he's like, I made it through the day. He goes, I am good. I'm clean. And I'm good. Yeah. God, yeah. And God's got me. And I think that's what we need to remember. You know, we only have 30 seconds left of this segment. Could you give us the hotlines that your dream Atlanta sure. Dream Center has? Yeah, I have to read them to you because they're on my phone, okay? <laughs> so we have a hotline for women that are being sexually exploited. Okay. And that number is 404-941-6024. It's not a catchy number, so I'm going to say it again. 404-941-6024. Great. Thank you. We'll be right back with another hotline number and a little closing here on The Christian View. Christian View today. We've had a great discussion on the topic of addiction. I want to give you one more phone number. It's 404-946-3729. If you're in need of help, you can call out that number as well. Remember, you're never too far for Jesus Christ. He loves you unconditionally. You can never mess up too much. He loves you. Call out to him and he will answer you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.